Hello, and welcome to Full Court Press. I'm Elliot Edmiston, co-host of the Full Court Press podcast, and I'll be giving you the daily basketball coverage from last night's games. For the daily basketball pod, I will be briefly talking about each game, covering the most important moments, player performances, and other things to look out for in the NBA. Let's get started with probably the best game of the night. I couldn't be more excited for the San Antonio Spurs taking their second win against the Phoenix Suns. Both of them were in Phoenix, and so that means they completely swept them in the valley. I was so thrilled watching this game. I have never seen a rookie performance quite like Victor Wembanyama's tonight in my life. And I've watched a lot of games. He had a 38-point performance, shooting 15 of 26 from the field. And he, he ended up getting 10 rebounds and 2 blocks. One of them was on Devin Booker, which was the first play of the game. He was absolutely insane. And he had 2 turnovers this game, which, I mean, that was nothing compared to what he did. He looked like he could do basically everything on the court. There was nobody stopping him from anywhere, and the only reason he missed any shots was because he just missed him. It wasn't that anybody was contesting him because nobody could. He was unstoppable. This was his breakout game. And for anybody wondering whether he was a bust or whether he was going to be a good player, this performance tonight should show you that he is all the hype that we were hoping for, and he could be potentially a top X player of all time. Now, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, and I could be because I am such a huge Spurs fan, but this was just an absolutely amazing game for the Spurs all around. They were all clicking. They shot 52% from the field and 48% from three, which was way better than their previous game against the Suns. And everybody on the floor, even Devin Fassell, he looked like he was going to be the best player throughout the entire game until he ended up leaving. I don't know the exact reason for his absence, but I definitely want to get back on that because it looked pretty serious. He didn't return to the game after maybe the second quarter, but everybody was doing great. Jeremy Sohan got 14 points, 9 assists. He was facilitating the ball, and he shot pretty efficiently, 7 from 13 from the field. But his biggest thing was his defense. He was almost locking everybody up, like Devin Booker. And he looks like he could have a real rivalry with with Book. For some reason, those two players do not like each other. But everybody on the team was contributing. Keldon Johnson was their starter this game, only got 7 points, but he won them their last game. So I am not going to be too upset about him at all. But overall, just a stunning performance from Wemby and crew. And for KD, he ended up getting 28 points, shot 10 of 15 from the field. His lack of free throw shooting may have cost him the game. He was not shooting very efficiently, maybe about 50% from the free throw line. And it looked really rough, especially since... They were doing so well, they got they caught back up. They had like a 28-point deficit at one point, and they still came back and almost won. But Devin Booker, he was their best player by far. Shot 10 of 19 from the field, ended up getting 31 points and 13 assists. Just really good from them. But everybody else on their team, Utah Watanabe was not making his shots. I mean, Eric Gordon was doing all right, but none of their players shot very much, and when they did... 
like Utah Watanabe or Josh Akogi, they just weren't making their shots. But I definitely am just super excited for this Spurs team. They could definitely go far. Whether they're going to be a playoff team or not, they look like they have at least most of the pieces to becoming a legit contender at some point. Moving on to one of the best games of the night, which would have been, if it wasn't for Wemby's performance, had to have been Orlando's win against the Utah Jazz, where Paulo, he came back. He really did. Both him and Franz, they both did really, really well. Paulo ended up getting 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists, and Wendell Carter Jr., he ended up getting 14 points and 10 rebounds too. With Franz Wagner, he shot not too, too great from the field, 9 for 21, but he ended up getting 21 points and was being pretty efficient out there. And for the Jazz, it's not like they didn't hold out hope either because they had four of their starters with 15 or more points. Lowry Markkinen continues to be their best player with John Collins pitching in and getting 10 rebounds and 20 points. And they just, they looked really, really good overall. Despite them losing, I think that it was a good loss and they stayed close, but Orlando, they ended up taking the win. There was an absolute battle in Philadelphia, at least for a little bit, because the 76ers completely stole the game from the Toronto Raptors in just an absolute blowout at the end. They now have three wins in the regular season, and they give Toronto their fourth loss. Their whole team, they looked all right. Jakob Pertl did all right. He ended up getting nine points and nine boards. Dennis Schroeder got 13 points, 10 assists. And Scotty Barnes, I mean, he's definitely up there for being their best player. He ended up getting 24 points this game, shot 9 of 16 from the field, so that's way better than 50%. And he just looked like an absolute dog, getting 8 rebounds and 8 assists. But for Embiid and Maxi, and their maybe their best player of the game in Kelly Oubre Jr., just an absolute monster, all of them. All of them did really, really well. Tobias Harris ended up getting 23 points. Embiid got 28-13. Kelly Oubre got thir- 23 points and shot 5 of 6 th- from 3. And Tyrese Maxey, he took a bit of a step back, only getting 18 points this game. Shot 0 for 3 from 3, but 7 from 16 from the field. You could ask for more, but they ended up getting the win, and I think it's all thanks to Kelly Oubre. Because, truth be told, none of their bench was honestly doing all that great. Maybe you could give Furkan Korkmaz love, which he definitely needs it in Philadelphia right now. But their whole team, it, they look like they're clicking a little bit. Will they be the best in the East? Probably not. It probably will go to the Celtics. It looks like they're year to win the title, especially if Porzingis stays healthy, if... Jason Tatum looks like he could win MVP, potentially. Jalen Brown, he's their highest paid player. He's the highest paid player in the league, in fact. But he's maybe their third or even fourth best player. Because Derek White is doing insane. And Drew Holiday has fit really, really well into their system. Their potential is 
the bench. The bench for the Boston Celtics and the bench for the 76ers are kind of deep. I mean, especially when in regards to the East. Because Philadelphia, they have a lot of players that they can throw at anybody. Especially after that trade that they had with the Clippers, they now have players like Robert Covington. They have players like Marcus Morris. And many, many more. Because Pat Bev has been decent off the bench. They have Mo Bamba. They look like they could potentially be one of the best teams in the East. They're curb-stomping teams as far as regular season games, but I guess the biggest question would be the playoffs. Are they going to beat a team like the Celtics or maybe the Bucks with a healthy Giannis, a healthy Dame, and potentially a healthy Chris Middleton? It's a big question, but after what they did to the Toronto Raptors and running away with the game, it just, they look kind of good. Moving on to New Orleans, they just, they took the game and they they took everything that Detroit had and just said, nope, we're going to take this win. Zion Williamson, he didn't play and their whole team stepped up, kind of in a big way. I mean, Herb Jones, he ended up getting 21 points. Giannis Valanciunas, who hardly does anything offensively, got 23 points and 10 rebounds got 23 points and 13 rebounds. Their kind of underdog in the game was Matt Ryan. Not the football player Matt Ryan, the basketball player who won a game for the Lakers a year back. He's a starter for New Orleans, and he got 20 points this game, shot really efficiently, 7 from 10 from the field. And CJ McCollum, just an absolute stud. He didn't shoot all that efficiently, especially from three. He only shot 3 of 10 from 3, but he ended up getting 33 points. And despite their bench having a lot of minutes and not having a lot of points, their starters, they just kind of showed Detroit who's boss. Although Cade had 22 points and 11 boards, Asor getting 16, 7, and 5, and even Jaden Ivey off the bench getting 12, and Marcus Sasser, he... Wow, I mean, he got 19 points off the bench, and it's funny because I can see everybody's stats on ESPN, and I can't really see him play at all. It's because they don't have any stats on here for him. That's crazy, but he ended up getting 23 points this game, shot 6 of 10 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3, and ended the game with 19 points. Really, really solid from him. And although their shooting was a bit lackluster, they kind of had it close for a minute. But New Orleans, they take the win, their fourth win of the season. Zion didn't play, but if they're going to play that way whenever Zion does play, what does it look like for that team? Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again, they look like a top five team in the West, maybe even in the NBA, if they keep healthy. But... With Zion out this game, they they didn't skip a beat. Giving Detroit their fourth loss of the season and getting their fourth win of the season, they're on top of the West right now. It's them, the Nuggets, and I think the Oklahoma City Thunder are the only teams that have four wins for them. But with that, that's going to end 
tonight's games. The Bulls are going to play the Nets. The Heat are going to play the Wizards. The Bucks are going to play the Knicks. The Pacers are going to play the Cavs. The Thunder are going to play the Warriors. The Nuggets are going to play the Mavs. And the Trailblazers are going to play the Grizzlies. This looks like it could be fun. I don't know exactly if they're going to count for regular season games as well as the in-season tournament because there's a couple other games that it says like November 10th has some in-season tournament play and November 14th, November 17th, and November 21st and November 24th and quite a few other dates too. So maybe these games are just going to be spread out or maybe ESPN is just screwing with me. But this could be the first day of in-season tournament stuff. So we'll definitely tune into that and see what it looks like for those games because they look quite fun. So with that, that's going to be all for tonight. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.